This is Stay Paid, the marketing podcast that gives listeners a competitive edge to stay motivated, find inspiration, and discover proven real-world tactics from some of the best marketers across the nation. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. And as more and more processes in real estate and other businesses become automated and easier to use, local knowledge and expertise can have a far larger impact on your ability to present your value proposition to your potential clients. In fact, according to a survey, done by Realtor.com, 97% of respondents said local market expertise is important, with 25% of respondents saying it's the most important trait overall. So today we're going to give eight tips on how you can become the local expert in your area. This is going to be a challenge to do it in 10 minutes. I know, right? Being a local expert (laughs) makes a ton of sense to me. Because the number one factor of people using you in your business is how good you are at building relationships. Mm. And being local takes you from being a Walmart to being the mom and pop on Main Street, right? And you're way more likely to have a relationship with the mom and pop on Main Street than the Walmart, right? So it's that commercialized down to local. Yeah, great example. So here's some things that you need to know, obviously, in order to become the local expert. And then we'll talk about some ways that you can actually apply that. So you have to know your neighborhoods. This is more than just knowing maybe like the bus and train stops or the dogs and uh, dog parks and and different parks available. This is knowing the type of neighborhood, uh, what kind of shopping's available, what kind of restaurants are there, what the schools are like you have yep. to have a good idea of of each of the different neighborhoods, especially if you serve multiple ones. Uh, I'm thinking of like like cities. Like obviously, there's very distinct neighborhoods in different areas within uh, cities. Like look at Chicago or something like that. Very very distinct neighborhoods. If you're in a more rural area, you have different uh, um, areas away from like shopping centers mm-hmm. or or uh, uh, places of interest that you have to be able to know about so that you can help your buyers. Cool thing you can do is post on your Facebook or your Instagram really cool places to visit in your community, in your town, like a park or like if there's a, I don't know, for example, like the greatest place to take a picture, like this park is the greatest place to do family photos. Like that's how you tie in local expertise to those things. Definitely uh, love the um, very uh, specific, you know, mm-hmm. tip there, you know, uh, market analysis, you have to be able to create a market analysis, which means you have to be able to understand the current market trends. So you have to know this is something you need to study every single day. How many buyers are out there? What's the inventory look like? Do you have a lack of buyers, a surplus of inventory? Are prices rising or falling? Does seasonality come into effect? You've mm-hmm. got to be able to know your market conditions in order to properly help your buyers and help your sellers and help yep. those clients. You should be doing a CMA a day. Uh, for the people in your database, which are the people in your local community. Uh, Listen to the Jimmy Burgess episode. He talks all about it. You can go listen to it, but he generated $11.2 million in volume in 90 days uh, from doing that. And then the last thing we'll just mention here and kind of what you need to know, you need to know about community development. So are there new constructions coming along the way? We live or we work in King of Prussia. And I mean, they just put up tons of apartments and now they're, they just put up the King of Prussia is expanding right next to those apartments. They put up a brand new like set of townhouses. It's crazy. For purchase. So you have to be aware of new construction coming. You have to be aware of the condo associations in your area. Are they financially distressed? Improvements that are happening in your local school district. This is something you talk about even when investing in real estate. Yeah. Like you've got to be in tune with these what's areas. What's the up and coming area? To see what's up and coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How that, And then ultimately how that affects the buying power or selling power of your clients. So here's eight tips. Uh, these are kind of a collection of blogs that we published at Reminder Media dot com slash blog. So you can go over there and follow all of those 
uh, and dig deeper into each one of these. We'll link to them in the show notes. But the first tip will say, maybe sounds a little bit boring, but you've got to attend your local government <laughs> meetings. This is super important. I, I This is like the PTA. I learned this as well. firsthand through attending, you know, my children, I have a 12 and a 14 yep. year old. Uh, so they're in the public school system. Attending school board meetings yeah. was like one of the most eye-opening things for me realizing, you know, not realizing, but being able to be involved and and understand what's happening. Can I ask you, do a lot of parents district. actually attend or no? No, no, dude, there's like 20 people wow, in, super in, a, interesting. in a big auditorium. And those 20 people are responsible for influencing what happens with your kids in the well, school. Well, yeah, basically. They, they basically uh, ask questions, make arguments. Yeah, yeah. Well, unbelievable. Now, we did have one where um, Common Core was being rolled out, and that was the most I've ever seen. There may have been 100, okay. 120 people there uh, because it literally like was rolled. Now, this was pre-COVID, but it literally like rolled out overnight. And but it's a great like, way to network, heck? know people, know yeah. what's going on, speak with authority that you're the local influencer, meet the, the whatever you call it, board of supervisors or yep. whatever it is. So like from a real estate perspective, you can get news from public works project, uh, news on upcoming housing regulations. You're going to hear several topics that will impact the community, both positively and negatively negatively and if you're the one that knows and you're the one that's posting this information on your social media you're going to oh, be that's liked gold, you're going gold to be trusted. content yeah. yeah number two is to support a local kids sports team and youth programs we've talked about this before getting involved in the community literally for a couple hundred dollars i looked it up you could do it for two hundred dollars for a season or three hundred dollars for a fall and spring season to put your logo on the back of a baseball team uniform yep. yeah it's a no-brainer because you get to meet all the parents too yep. and if you're smart maybe go to some of the games and have like gatorade or yeah. water yeah, or something boys. like that yeah. you know that's a great idea to meet the parents. Yep. You could also fund other local programs like ones for at-risk youth or uh, after-school initiatives, some other uh, ideas for getting involved. The third one, uh, and this is cool because we're about to interview someone later today who actually has a massive Facebook group community, but you can join or start a community Facebook group for locals. It's the mm -hmm. idea. Become the digital mayor of your town. Become the one yep. that people come to. Create this sort of town hall for the locals in your area. Um, we recorded an episode with Will Penny. Yep. I don't know, Ethan, if you can find what that number is. I think we've had him on twice. Um, but Will Penny, the second time we interviewed him, he has created a Facebook group for his database and his local community. Super popular. And what what really gets the engagement is when he posts this or that type questions like, um, mm -hmm. you know, do you prefer this type of, you know, kitchen or this type of kitchen, this type of house, this type of vacation, beach vacation or mountain vacation. And then also who's the, who's your recommended contractor? Who's your recommended electrician yeah. and people, it's kind of like next door. They yeah. chime in with their recommendations in the yeah. group. So Great opportunity to uh, create that dialogue. Make sure you're not using it just for promotional. Obviously you want to be the one that gets in there and starts the conversations as you start to grow more, uh, more members. Yep. Hopefully, obviously, the goal is for them to start having the conversations between themselves as well. The fourth one here is create neighborhood and community tour videos. We've talked about this in um, some of our like social media content yep. videos, right? This idea of taking video and giving people a tour of your town, the neighborhoods, the parks, the restaurants, the different schools, the shopping areas. Yep. Uh, it's super simple to get out your phone and do an interview with the local restaurant owner. Yep. The restaurant owner is going to be appreciative. They're going to enjoy the experience. You're going to enjoy the experience and have lots of content for your social media as well. Yep. And you start to build those relationships with other business owners. Some people you can follow, Tom Tool. Um, I think he's at Tom Tool, And then Candace Decker at Candace Decker, I think on Instagram. Both of them put out some content like that, but they also referencing back to what you talked about with like 
the school boards or changes. Tom Tool does a great job. He even has a radio show yeah. where he talks about things that are happening. Now, he talks all the way from the federal level all the way down, right? But um, it's a great idea. As you can see how he does his shows. He's a beast. In the Do area. what you love. Yeah. Right? I think Tom Tool does sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, restaurants. He reviews them uh, kind of like Barstool like Sports. If you like craft beer... Go review all the breweries. If you love to shop, go you, review you the shop. Because we're on seventy five hard and you can't drink right now. So you think you got craft beer on your mind. Yeah, craft beer yeah. on my mind. <laughs> uh, yeah now I go. <laughs> You're like, no, maybe. Actually, I haven't been thinking about it now that you said it. I was like, oh crap, yeah. All right, number five, give back to your local community. Uh you could host a blood drive, collect books for uh toys. Uh, collect books and toys for kids. We have someone here in our office, Shauna, who runs a, the. She like does a yeah, local toys for tots. Toys for tots yeah. drive every mm-hmm. every year. Very successful too. Yeah. She's been doing it. it for years. So you mm-hmm. can do something similar in your own community. She does it here within the company. Plan a coat donation. Volunteer at a nonprofit. Um, I volunteered for like a better part of a year once at at a home uh, homes for humanity. They're called restores. Okay. Right. So these are stores that. Um, you uh, basically people donate to, and then they'll turn around and sell it. They'll sell stuff that they can sell. They'll part out stuff that they can't sell, um, you know, and, and, and hmm. metals and brass and things like that. And then they'll, they'll get rid of stuff for free because, you know, you have to pay to get rid of TVs. Well, they're going to do that for you. And they sell their stuff in their retail shop, and then that funds their building projects, and right? Yeah. So I'd go, like, every Saturday, and after a while, like, you start to know everybody, because I worked in the back, so I would take in the donations, yep. and we would sort them out, then we'd part them out, and then we would move them out to the front, then the retail uh, was up front. But you start to meet people in the community, and you start to, to build, build relationships, yeah. and it's a great way not only to give back to your community, be present in your community, but then also to meet those connections and yep. start to network. Yeah. We have volunteered at Phil Abundance and stuff like that, yeah. you know, packing food and stuff. And it's, you can easily see if you went there once a week or once every other week, you would build relationships with all the people there. Yeah. Um, one of the successful things we see is if you do like, think about this Thanksgiving that's, you know, comes up, do a food drive for your local food bank, do post on social media, uh, send out a postcard, uh, promoting the local food bank and you're raising awareness, it gives you a perfect opportunity to go to the house and pop by of all the people in your sphere yes, or your farm perfect and by. pick up the canned goods that they want to donate. Yeah. So now you get a face-to-face with the homeowner, with the relationship that you have, you get a catch-up, and your brand is in front of them. It's just not about supporting your brand, obviously, but then you actually get to do something great for the community. Love it. Number six, create a list of businesses that you support. So not only does this provide a service to your clients if you're able to offer them a painter, a handyman, an electrician, whatever type of business they need that relates to their home services. Uh, But also you then get to cross promote with all of those businesses, which is a huge opportunity because you can then get uh, uh, in front of their audiences as well. Episode 427 of our podcast has a free worksheet and it goes over 25 businesses that you should connect with. It's a great resource for you if you're not sure where to start. Number seven is create a content for your local blog. So if you have, or excuse me, create local content for your blog. So if you have a website and you have a blog, which we strongly encourage you to do because it's great SEO juice, right? If you're constantly blogging and writing about your local area and the best restaurants in, the best shopping in, the best places, the best parks in, someone's Googling that. Local uh, Google has local business tied into their SEO and they'll be more likely to show your results because your local content than any like national results. So you can update your blog, just like your social media feed. It gives you more uh, opportunity to write about local happenings and places of interest. And then of course uh, you can also create a community calendar and have that. On and your if blog. you're have not a writer, people. go to chat, go to GPT, chat GPT and type in, <laughs> write me a blog 
on this local location or whatever, and Dude, it will how write it. Good is that? It will if you write tell it. it to write a review or write um, write a description about a local restaurant. Yeah, right? it will See write it, and then you can tweak it to. It's done the majority of the work for you. Now you can tweak it to fit anything that you didn't agree with. And now you have basically what would have taken you an hour takes you 15 minutes. It's even down to the point where you can like tell it to write in the style of a particular podcast. Yeah. yeah. So you can be like, write this in the style of Joe Rogan. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) Or of a Joe Rogan episode. All right. Number eight and final one is to become a media resource. You talked about this a little bit with Tom O'Toole, where he's got his radio show. But offer yourself as a resource for future news pieces for radio, TV, blogs, podcasts. Mike Saunders talks yeah. about this in his episode, yeah. right? Uh, 4, uh, 432, about an authority positioning portfolio getting featured and syndicated on different mm-hmm. news outlets so that you then, when people uh, see you, and then they naturally go to Google and look you up, and then you're, the top five, six Google re- yep. responses or results are going to be you featured in news <laughs> stories about your particular It's amazing. Area. How do you do this? Call the local news stations and stuff and find out who the journalists are, or find out who the writers are, or yeah. who the news anchors are, and just offer you as, hey, if you ever need an opinion on real estate, if you ever have a story on real estate and you need an opinion, I'd love to help you out. I've been in the area this long. This is what I've done. This is my credentials. I'd love to give you an opinion. Yeah. There's this uh, program called HARO. Uh, it's, from, it's from like PR Newswire, Cision. Um, okay. I've never tried it, so don't uh, like take that with. Uh, I've never actually tried it out, but it's called Help a Reporter Out, and it's really cool. What they do is they email these sources. So if you sign up for it and you become yeah. a source, they'll email you three times a day with requests from reporters and media outlets. Hmm. And so if you see something coming in about your area of expertise, in this case it might be real estate, you can actually respond and say, That's "Hey, I have sweet. information on that," and then you can be sourced and cited in these. In That's these pretty sweet. Reports. And if you don't want to write, go to ChatGPT. Have it write what you want. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, there you go. There's eight tips on how to become the local expert for your area so that you can really, the the whole idea of becoming the local expert is so that you can be the go-to in your community. Yes. Right? It's really about being the biggest agent. Number one brand. Yeah. Yep. Correct. There you go. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes, the video of this episode, and of course, we'll link out to those other blogs so you can dive deeper into each one of those because we did go pretty quick today. If you're interested in supporting the show, there's two ways we ask you to do that. First is to head on over to Apple Podcast or Spotify. Drop us a five-star review along with a, a comment, and the best way to show your support is to tell a friend. So I was <laughs> – let's see if you guys get this one. I don't know if I would have gotten it if I didn't see it written out. I was reading about atheism the other day. Okay. Right? Turns out it's a nonprofit organization. Hmm. It doesn't have profits. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I like it's that one. Profit. Come on, that's great. <laughs> it doesn't have profits. If you want to get a hold of me and Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on social media. We're at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acre. You got eight great tips there that you can use to become a local expert. Implement one of those. My encouragement to you for where you should start as a, a local business professional is who are the partner businesses that you would recommend? Because those partner businesses, not only are they such a value 
value add to your sphere and your community to offer their expertise to them, but you can cross promote and get to know them more. And it's another business owner who's networking with just as many people as you. And it's the fastest way to spread your brand in that community. Remember the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single industry is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 